Hi, hello, and good evening. It is October 9th, and we are rounding out this Indigenous, Indigenous Peoples Day, okay? This mega Mon Juan Monday with Big Brother 25, um, which I also can't believe we never played this. Y'all, it's Mon Juan Monday and a mega one at that. Mon Juan Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> played that earlier. Did you? I feel like you only did the Lidl. No, I did Mon Juan Monday. stream. Ooh, guess I'm a liar. <laughs> Whatever. We just missed it in the challenge. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh miss, well, I mean, I feel like Survivor was a really long time ago because um, that was at 8.30. Um, mm -hmm. So for our friends, like, listen, you know, obviously we began our Survivor 45 coverage tonight. And Mikey was back for that. So you can find that on the YouTube channel. But you can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We don't talk about that enough. We are everywhere you want to be. Okay, we're better than American Express. All right. <laughs> or is it Visa that says that? No, it's American Express, right? I gotta stop down. Honestly, what a great question. <laughs> ooh, ooh, things are not going well. I know the Capital One is what's in your wallet. It's not us. We're broke. Um, but anyway, so Bowie Jane is who won HOH as we left things on Thursday. But what else is going on? So much. And we're going to get into all of it. <laughs> I was rehearsing what I'm about to say. So I am Kyle Petty Klotz, and I am joined as always by my festy besties, John Dunphy Fields and the plain old regular ass vanilla Gina Morgino. And this is Stretch Chat. <laughs> and you can find us on the socials at Stretch Chat Pod, including Blue Sky. <laughs> I love how that's become like the new thing. Anyways. <laughs> So where does this one start? See, even Liz, I got the Mon Juan I was waiting for. See? Oh, I definitely played the Mon Juan. It was in the Survivor's Dream. <laughs> Liz has been with us all night, and she seems yeah. to not reckon that. <laughs> so. I got, we can go back to the tape. I played Mon Juan in the first ooh, one. Ooh, we leadled in the second one. You leadled in so. the second one. <laughs> so we got something that we've been asking for for a long time right like we've really been into this whole let's get but we jane as hoh i want to know what she's mm -hmm. thinking i want to know what she's doing and i gotta tell you now that i know what she's thinking but i know what she's doing i'm a little disappointed <laughs> okay and like we're certainly gonna, some of that is really spoiler related um my disappointment i wasn't necessarily um disappointed by what she did um on the edited episode last night on Sunday. Sure. Um, so let's get into this. Like Bowie, it appeared, was kind of playing like a very, very good middle position, right? And this is something we I feel like we have mentioned a few times on this stream, like where Bowie is kind of, she's everyone's third. 
which feels dangerous, right? Because like Matt and Jag definitely seem like they have some way of com- like being able to like convince Bowie of things, kind of like influence some of her decisions, sure. as well as Corey and America, kind of feeling they they can influence her as well, which is an interesting thing. I feel like Bowie Jane is playing the less active. Um, or less proactive version of Mimi, right? Always allowed to be part of the conversation, uh-huh. but like okay. not really shaking things up, right? Would, would, yeah. would you agree at least with that? Sure. Yeah. 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 Bowie's been interesting to me for that reason, but I don't feel like we're making the decisions that are actually going to move our game forward. Um, so without getting to the spoilers just yet, I do believe that some of the decisions that Bowie Jane is making is going to put her in peril um, next week, depending on how things go. But first, we obviously had all these different duos like kind of appealing to her. Um, Suri and Felicia kind of realizing they know they don't have any any real influence with her after the bye-bye bitches fallout after that red eviction. Now I did see that John had commented on Twitter. Like, I can't believe we're still talking about the red eviction. Like, why does that still matter? Is that still where you, do you still think that? Yeah, because I don't think Cam even (laughs) cares about, I don't think Cam even really cares about that anymore. Bowie is like specifically being like, they betrayed me in the red vote. And I'm like, I don't, who cares about Red's eviction? That was a month ago. Who cares? The game has changed so much. So many people have, other people have left. The like the sides of the house have changed. People are forming different alliances. Like you're making, you're making decisions now based on Red's eviction. Really? I feel like Red had like uh, hardly any impact on the game and he left a month ago. Who cares? Like, well, Red's eviction may not have had much impact on the game, but I do think that the decision to evict him had an impact on how Bowie views her trust with these other people that are in the house. Which is fine, which is fine. But like, it just seemed like it it was annoying to me that she was still talking about it. It was like, it was like, okay, listen, if you think that your trust was broken and maybe Red's eviction had something to do with that, fine. Mm -hmm. Like, put up Suri and, 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 uh, you know, Sari and Felicia, but just mm-hmm. say that it's because they broke your trust. Like you're, you're acting as this, this is like this, some kind of revenge for red. Like who cares about red anymore? <laughs> oh, well, so I didn't take it that way. Take I it didn't that way take either. It that way. Yeah. I took it as like the, the red eviction happened and I didn't know anything about this. So like, I'm clearly at the bottom of this bye bye bitches Alliance. Cause at that time, what was it? Five people, wasn't it? For, for it me, was, it was more, it was, it was more the red eviction opened my eyes to what has been happening that I'm not privy to, as opposed to like, you voted out my friend and now I'm mad well, but about that's, it. But that's literally what right. she said. She made her nominations and then was walking away and was like, they betrayed me in the red vote. So this has to happen now. And it's like, no, no, listen. Things but they did betray you in but, the red but, vote and that's, because and they that's didn't fine. include you into what and, it was. And that's that's fi- a betrayal. Yeah. And right. that's fine. But like, it just seems like she's way hung up on that when no one else has even said Red's name. And it's like, just say that you're nominating these people because like you don't think you can trust them anymore. Like, but it's because it's not about Red. It happened at like the Red eviction was a catalyst, but it's not about Red. But it's she not- is still yeah, making. But I that. But it. that's the thing. She's still making it about Red by continuing to bring it up a month later. <laughs> That, that's how I took it. Like, it's like, it's like, mm. I, I wasn't even thinking about red until you said like, well, because of the red vote, I had to put them up. And it's like, no, you just don't trust them. You haven't been working them for the last few weeks. Like who cares about yeah, but that red? also kind of falls under the umbrella of because of the red vote. Right. <laughs> like, but, yeah, and because I, of the red I get, vote, I, I now that. don't trust right. you. Like, so she, she may have cited something that like didn't resonate with you. <laughs> 
I, I get I get that. It just was bizarre yeah. to me. It was bizarre to me oh. to be like hearing a month later, like because of this red vote, I had to put up Suri and Felicia. And it's like, ah, who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? Mm. Well, except that now we, we feel like we can't trust you, right? So now because of because of the red vote, like what am I supposed to do like going forward now? Um I'm now in a position where like I have the most power right now, but I'm not gonna have any next week. So are you people that I I wanna put my trust into again? Because if you lied about him, you most certainly lie to me. But and see this so, right here, that is kind of my issue with Bowie's HOH because I'm gonna say the same thing about Bowie that I said about Cameron on his first HOH when he was like not telling anybody the plan to make it like this whole big thing of like, ooh, look who I nominated. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. have no power next week. There is nothing to protect you unless you happen to win the veto next week. So when you have power and you are the HOH, you need to leverage that power to now make deals with people to set yourself up for the future of the game. Bowie is doing the same thing where like people are coming to her being like, hi, here's what I think you should do. I think I, I want to work with you. Here's our plan. Here's what we think. should." No, nope, I'm going to do what I want to do. No, nope, I'm going to do what I want to do. No, I'm going to well, do what I want to do. She's still thinking about the red everybody. eviction. But she's dismissing everybody else's ideas without trying to like come to a common ground or appeal to them in a way that is going to like align her with somebody next week. Because once she's not HOH anymore, she doesn't really have any power unless she's fostering those relationships with other people and coming to some kind of a compromise or all right like even if she was like this is actually my plan for right now let me like walk you through how i want to get there and then from here here is how we can get to your plan you know like some kind of a something to bridge that gap without just like dismissing everybody else's ideas well, and also not setting herself up to work with them later it's because it's all about red for bowie it's all about it's red. literally it's not, not about red. all about red. <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying that. It's not all about red. It's about the fact that she doesn't trust these people. So I don't really know how somebody like her moves forward at this point, because I think her other flaw was that every time game was being spoken, she would leave the room. Right. So and, she know, hasn't I, I... really had a chance to build some of this trust with these people. So like, how do you now say to a Corey in America, I, I want to say this to you to kind of bridge this gap and placate to you a little bit. Well, I don't trust you enough to really say anything. I don't trust that duo. Like what is Bowie supposed to do at this point? I can agree with her, her game already curtains. I can, I can agree with her maybe not trusting anybody enough to really be like, okay, I'm going to make this deal with this person. And now I believe that I have this deal with them, but do something so that maybe if they do choose to honor that deal, there at least was a deal. They might not choose to honor it, but at least put it on the table so that maybe somewhere, some way, someone does honor that deal and keep you safe next week. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. If anything, I, I I think the blaring option for Boeing is be putting her faith in Cam. Right. Un unfortunately, yeah, that kind of is the only person that right. she might that have. Is really the only right. And like, and I. Well, so there's that. There's that. Hold on. Do I have any other notes? Because. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a few things. There's a few things. Yeah, so we'll, we'll put so a pin in that for now. <laughs> yeah, it's a pin in it for now because like there's no way we don't circle back. Right, 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 right. All night long. But um, one of the things that I also thought was interesting was that Jag was obviously really, really pushing that Cam is the best target for him and Matt. I'm not really sure that that is so. And yeah, I, I, I don't think that's the case either. About, 
Now, I want to see more about Jag and Corey and why he feels so safe with that. Because I don't see a lot of conversations between Corey and America that have anything to do with Jag and his safety, right? It's but so confusing to me because we- Jag defending Corey. Um, it's so confusing because we've seen so many conversations between literally everybody about how like, unfortunately, yeah, Cameron keeps leaving and coming back and whatever, like this is whole big thing. Yeah, Cameron is a target, but more people at this point, I feel like are talking about Corey than they are about Cameron right now. Like Corey seems to be public enemy number one of like, we kind of have to get him out of here. And for whatever reason, Jag is very like, even last week when, you know, the plan originally was for Cameron to backdoor Corey and Jag was the reason why it didn't happen. And I just don't understand why he's pushing so hard for Corey because Corey doesn't really offer him any protection either. Yeah. It's really bizarre to me no. that, that Jag continues. Cause like he keeps saying like, it's too early, right. To make a move like that or something. But at what like, point is, <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. But like, he keeps saying it's too early and it's like, as more and more people leave Corey in America's two votes are going to be more and more powerful right. in making the decision and who goes. And at some point it's going to end up being you, Jag. It's like, and we, we've, I, we've I, talked I, about it before, but I just, I, I still think the move was to get rid of him pre jury because having him in America, both in there as numbers is so hard. And I, I, I it's it so surprising to me that like, that was the one that was able to slip through the cracks. I'm also just surprised. Like if I was Bowie, and this is and this is okay. Again, this is where I'm saying she's still caught up on this red thing oh and feeling God. like she has. But no, but no, but for real though, because she's 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 so dead set on getting out Sari and Felicia, whose power has been so minimized in the game at this point. And you have a, the strongest duo, the most threatening duo in the house, and Corey in America. And like you just got accused of having an alliance with them, and it's like now everyone's just going to start thinking that's true, because. <laughs> because you're not putting them up, even though everybody's saying they're such a big, you know, threat, a big target. And it's like, no, Bowie's still thinking about how she got betrayed by Sari and Felicia in the red. Vote. Yes, because they lied to her. I mean. But she's talking everybody, to people who but, lied to her. But that's the thing. Everybody's lying to her. That's what but I mean. She was it's in like, an alliance with them and they lied to her. That's the piece. And and that's fine. But she's now being accused of being in alliance with Corey in America. That's going to put a bigger target on her bag. I'd want to distance myself from that. Sari and Felicia have like they have so much less power in the game now than a Corey in America. And you were just directly linked by multiple people to Corey in America. Like, I don't think it makes sense to even care about Felicia and Sari anymore. Like, there are way bigger targets in there. And it's like because they betrayed you on this red vote a month ago, like that's what you're still thinking about. Like, I don't think it makes any sense. Like at some point you have to adjust your game. I know you don't trust anybody in there. And Sari and Felicia obviously gave you a play, you know, re a good reason to not trust them. But like, that's what this game is. Nobody in there is trustworthy. Everybody wants cam out. We thought Bowie was working with cam, you know, like it's, it's like, it's, it's all over the place, but for some reason, Bowie can't let go this, this thing about Suri and Felicia. Like, I don't think it makes any sense for her game. And it all goes back to that betrayal during the red vote a month ago. That's why I keep bringing that up. Right. But see, we're also working on a set of knowledge that she is not privy to, right? So like, yes, of course we know that everyone cannot be trusted, that everyone is kind of like obviously working against everybody. She's everyone's third. But as far as the way that Bowie Jane's game has gone, I still feel like it's really only Sari and Felicia that have proven to be untrustworthy to sure. her. 
Whereas I might be taking a chance with Corey in America. I might be taking a chance with Jag and Matt. I'm well, actually, I think Bowie is taking less of a chance with Cameron. I feel like because Cameron has a self-serving reason to keep Bowie Jane on side, right? So like, I actually don't think that's risky for her. Mm -hmm. um, but like, if I'm if I'm looking at all these duos that are looking to add me as a third, where am I going to put my eggs? But I, but I, yeah, but to I the people like, that have already burned me. But, why would I? But, why she, would I, but she was burned by everybody in the house then, because it was only her and Cameron that voted to keep Red. So if you don't trust, right? Saria but she and wasn't Felicia, directly aligned with the rest of them. She was in a. But nation. there was no she, agreement she, already. She, well, she, she was aligned with some of them. Nobody voted with her except for Cam. Sari and Felicia may well, have who been was she the, aligned with at that but, point. Well, that wasn't them. That well, we wasn't, actually wasn't got she to, in the Bye Bye Bitches? There were people like Mimi, and like there were other people in there that didn't tell her about the vote. Irrelevant. And and that's right. and that's fine, but like it's just weird to me that she's harping on Suri and Felicia when everybody else was on the same page about that vote except for Bowie and Cam. Like I understand that she might have been most closely aligned with them, but she's been burned by everybody in there except for Cam. So like to but just she, but harp ha on she hasn't been though. She hasn't really been burned by everybody else because the way that this house has been, everyone sees how the numbers are going and then they just switch their vote to be unanimous, right? Because they don't want to make any waves. So as far as the people that she actually thought she was in an alliance with, the only two people who are left from that alliance are those two that very clearly burned her. Um, the rest of them, like an argument can be made and somebody like as admittedly, maybe a little bit gullible as Bobby Jane can accept like, hey, well, that's what the house was doing. I didn't have the votes anyway. So why would I put myself on the outs? Like, I just, I just think she's way too hung up on it, and she's letting it drive decisions this week that might have made sense a month ago, but now it doesn't make sense. It's like put up. A, that, that's 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 what I. I agree I that it. Like. Yeah, I agree that it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense from our point of view, but if I was her, I could see me thinking that right. way. I think as somebody, like, even if you don't have all the information that the audience necessarily has, you have to be able to feel the power dynamics shifting in the house. Like, Felicia's been on the block multiple times. People want her out. You don't have to be the one that guns for her. She she barely wins anything. There are people in there who are much bigger threats, and I feel like she's still mm -hmm. playing the game as if it's a month ago, where it's like, now the game is completely different. We've lost a, a bunch more people. The power in the house is different. You got duos all over the place. You're going to target the least powerful duo just because they did something wrong a month ago. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, we're not going to see eye to eye on that. Because um, <laughs> I, I, I truly do understand what Bowie's doing here. Like I mm -hmm. mean, like I'm not saying it's the best decision from from our point of view, but like. I, I would not want to play the game with two people who have proven to not be trustworthy for me. I don't know. I just feel like anybody else in there that voted red out, if Bowie said like the vote's still the same, right? We're saving red. Anybody in there could have been like, no, 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 we're, we're, we're voting red out. Like, I don't, like, I just, I, I, I don't know. Especially if we've said, we don't know where Bowie's game has been like all, all season. She's been a mystery to us. Like we've been wondering what she's going to do when she gets here. Like none of us really knew coming into this, like where she really stood. So it's like this is what she, this this is what she's throwing all of her like her eggs into this basket. Like this is it. Taking you know going after Sari and Felicia, whose power has already been so minimized, and who people are gunning for anyway. 
Right, but I already put eggs in the Felicia and Suri basket and some broke. So why would I put more eggs in that basket? There's a <laughs> hole in it. <laughs> like, it's not working. But, so there's that. I feel like we can go on for another 20 minutes about Bowie Jane and mm -hmm. the red vote. Um, but there's that. That... <sighs> Is there anything else really from this episode? Because like, honestly, so much more of this is going to make literally be so different when we get into the spoilers and things. The only um, other thing that I had from this episode is the fact that my new favorite bit from production and like just from the house in general is Bowie Jane making a joke that she thinks is the funniest thing in the world. Nobody else laughing and her having to be like, guys, it's a joke. It's a joke because it happened in like that one have not argument. And then it happened at the end of this episode when she was making her nomination. And it's my favorite bit of the season. Because <laughs> I'm like, those poor girl. I think Bowie Jane is the most unfunny person I've ever seen. Like, I always think that those bits are so funny. And I can't uh, decide if it's because I'm so uncomfortable with how unfunny everyone else finds it that I think it's hysterical. But I laugh every time. I don't think Bowie oh, Jane is very funny God. at all. Just um, her always being like, no, guys, I'm, it's a joke. I'm joking. Right. And if and you have like, to always explain that it's a joke and I'm joking, then it's not funny. Like, can you imagine, like, at the at the end of, a, like, a stand-up comedy show, like, guys, that was it. It's just, that was it. It's her it's laughing like, no. so hard at her own jokes and everyone else just being like. Just terrible. Um. I did like that Bowie had made a comment that Felicia should not be dismissed so easily. You know, she did she should kind of mark down like, oh, you know, Felicia won HOH once before. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> again, that was kind of luck. We just kind of hit the ball and just fell in the correct slot. That's not really a win. But I do think it is noteworthy that she came pretty close um, in this last HOH. And this is the stage of the game where people like Felicia can be scary. Mm -hmm. While you were kind of writing her off before, I do think she has a correct read there in that like... Yeah, I actually do have something else about this because this HOH comp, Bowie said in the episode that she wanted to throw it. Mm -hmm. So why would you get all seven questions right in the main portion of the competition? Like, why would you I mean... even get them all right to to get to the tiebreaker if you were trying to throw to it. Be, to be fair, this is a true or false competition. There is a 50-50 chance that, like, if she were guessing, she could have stumbled into the right answer more than once. Well, so then the like, one I, that... I, I'm not convinced but, that she for sure knew all of those answers, you know? And that's fine, but then that's if there's one question up there that yeah. you definitely know the answer to, you can just give the wrong answer. <laughs> Well, see, because she's been throwing every competition, it's very, really hard to gauge. But like, right. what if, like, for the most part, she didn't know a lot of these? I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that she could have just by luck gotten all seven questions correct. Well, maybe she tried to just and throw two to make yeah. it look as if like, you know, oh, make it look like I'm not doing this. Like maybe she got to five and was like, oh, yikes, maybe I should start throwing these. Like, damn it, I'm right again. Damn it. And then all of a sudden she's in a tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying she gets <laughs> like, on every know. single one of them. But... I think I right, think exactly. at such if you go into a competition, know you're going to throw it. And then you somehow are one of only two people that get every single question right. I think it's a big for all the shenanigans we talk about. I think it's a big stretch to say that this person by accident got every question right. Well, it's also it's like, like it's like every every school child's dream on a test. If 
by luck, mm. they get 100% the on their test. The thing is, though, like, that she might also have not been trying to throw it <laughs> at that moment. Point. Like, the throwing it Maybe might she's have trying come... to throw it at the end. Right. Which, uh, there's so many pieces to this because it's like you know people were saying oh maybe bowie jane was like playing by prices right rules and she thought that you know if felicia just went over if i put a really low number then i'll just win or maybe she wrote a really low number because she was trying to throw it but we heard her on feeds telling somebody that she at least this is what she said she could have been lying and maybe she was trying to throw it i'm not sure but she had told somebody that she misheard the question, thought it was how many minutes was Jared out of the house before he came back in? And that was where that like 27 came from. Then she realized, oh wait, that's not the question, but now I don't have enough time to math my way to the right answer. So she just wrote a six on front, like just to be like, oh, I don't know, that's more minutes. Uh, maybe that's right, I don't know. But it is also possible that that story is a lie and she genuinely was just trying to throw that piece of the competition. It's, it's hard to say, you know? Or she wasn't trying to throw it and she was so embarrassed by her stupid ass answer that, that she, she told us that, that she was trying to throw it. Yeah. Right. So she doesn't look like Bobo the Clown. But in fact, even though like Felicia kind of still looked worse, she didn't want to look bad herself. Mm -hmm. like, there's also a world like that could be as well. Yeah. Um, Liz had commented something interesting on um, our YouTube after we had ended the stream, I kind of forgot to respond, but Liz had brought up that like maybe 49,500 was her thinking seconds. I did see that, yeah. Um, And that's interesting too, when you rewatch Felicia's loss in this moment, it's almost like she went, oh, I know, damn it. <laughs> Like there was, I, there was something else in her face that like really she, does kind of like was even justify. Like, she was thing. laughing as she read her answer. She was like, "I swear not." She's I, like, I, I know. know this is not right. <laughs> Damn it! I I really bungled this one. But it was, it was so funny because I think it was Corey that uh, Bowie was talking to on feeds because he was like, "I mean, all I would have done is like sixty times twenty four times seven. And Bowie was like, "Oh, I never would have thought about that." It's like, what do you mean you never would have thought about that? It's how many minutes are in an hour times it by 24. And then it was about a week that he was in there. What do you mean you would never think about that? <laughs> Come on. You would never, never. Yikes. So there's that. So this episode, at, wait, hold on. Let me just check my notes one more time. Hold on. Oh, please. Um, oh, I did say here's the problem with Bowie not speaking game earlier in the game um she, again she has no idea where people really lie mm -hmm. you know she's got everyone telling everyone else telling her their opinions and she's not realizing their opinions are what's best for them and not what's best for her yeah right because like there was a huge push at this point um in the episode where they really wanted cam to go up and i just don't think that's the best thing for bowie jane not at all um not at all but there's that Corey trying to mention that Cam and Blue are close. <laughs> I've seen no evidence of that. Like yeah. that just seems like we just throw something on the wall, see if it sticks. <laughs> yeah, that was like that whole thing of like literally the strongest duo in the house telling Billy uh, Jane that she has to break up a strong duo. And I'm it's saying, like, I'm so sick of the two of them. I'm so sick of them. It's 
especially Corey. I am so tired of that man. Well, that they literally all were just kind of throwing shit at a wall to see what's like because they all were mm-hmm. like the the goal Anything. here is to get her to want to put up Cameron. She very much does not want to do that because he's the only person that she feels has her back and rightfully so. So they were just mm-hmm. like, all right, what can we tell her now? What can we tell her now? And they just kept going in with different ideas of like, no, this is why I should put up Cameron. This is why I should put up Cameron. This is why I should put up Cameron. And then every time she was like, no, that's not what I want to do. So they literally were just going up with like whatever plan they could think of to be like, maybe we'll convince her this way. Did we see Cameron pitching to her to put up Corey though, at least? Like, cause that's Um, like the, I know they had conversations, but I forget if they actually, um, remember, I I know that it was talked about with like Matt and Jag and, and Jag shot it down, but I feel like Cam has kind of been wanting to go after Corey too. And I feel like if, Bowie Jane is working with Cam like the way we we thought she would be or the way she should be. Like that's like the one person I'd be listening to being like, we gotta put we gotta put Corey up. Oh my god. Kyle, I knew I you weren't gonna like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't gonna like that one. Ooh. John, I heard you and I'm gonna let you finish. But Al Watts coming in here talking about Bowie Jane is in her Janelle Rachel Riley era. Listen. Uh, uh. All right, we're going to need Bowie Jane to win a whole lot more before we start putting her amongst these legends, okay? Janelle was that bitch to be like, what you mean I'm on the block? You know what? That's fine. Hike up her jeans and say, let's go. Let's go play this video. What's up? What's up? Bowie Jane, girl's first win. Stop it. Stop it. Uh Uh-uh. Way off. Way off. <laughs> Who I honestly would compare Bowie to is Jessica from BB21. Laid low the entire game, won the first HOH after jury started, put up two big targets in the game. Like, it, it's not... Uh, I don't know. If if we had the tr- big targets. <laughs> uh, I mean, big who targets. else? Sari? She's the There's only way bigger targets. The only reason okay, but- why, like, I wouldn't put her in the same plane as Jessica is because Jessica was, like John said, a huge target in that house. Like that. Right. No, absolutely. Like- but I mean, when you think about the fact that literally not one single person in this house has even tried to target Sari, I think Sari on the block is. A I pretty think Cameron. Ha- we've seen Cameron target Sari. Yeah. We've seen people talk about. She's never hit the Suri. block. She's never yeah, hit the she- block. They- but yeah, they but, didn't actually follow through. But so we you can but, talk as much as you want to talk, but no, I mean no like act. Cameron's whole plan has been to take out all of Ceri's allies and then take her out. Like he's been talking about that for weeks. Which is a bad um, plan. Whack which, ass strategy. Well, well whack I mean you can yeah, strategy. you can you can criticize the strategy, but to think that Ceri hasn't been in like danger, I think is totally wrong. No one has been thinking about her, but nobody has actually put her up. No, but she's never been at risk of being evicted. You want to say, oh, I just want to just whittle away at her stuff. Like, how much time do you think we got? Like, yes, Big Brother is a long game, but, like, come on. Like, how long are you actually going to be here? I almost feel like some of that is a little bit of a cop-out. Like, I'm not really brave enough to put Suri up, so I'll just attack the little minions. I mean, she was put up. While she is is losing numbers and while people are saying her name, nobody – she's never actually been in danger of getting evicted before. Not yeah, but I but I do feel like she's kind of like just floating around in the game now. Like she could easily Bowie Jane put her up this week. We've heard Cameron talking about it. We've heard Blue say her name. Like I think even Felicia might consider putting up Suri at this point. Like 
I, I don't think that, and uh, I, I don't think that like Sari is as big of a target. We think of her as that because she's a survivor legend and she played on the traders and we love Sari, but like how much like stock does Sari really still have in the game now? Like, yeah, Liz says right here, Sari has no power now though. Sari is just well, on an on, island by herself. Words in my mouth. I didn't say that Sari is so powerful in this game. I actually don't think that Sari is actually. Well, Sari is I didn't not say that you said magic she was powerful. Like everyone, yeah. Well, I'm just we, saying. I'm just saying. We was, but I'm assuming it's family. <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> no, all I'm, I'm saying, saying is saying, that you're saying we keep thinking Suri. I don't know what you mean. We. I certainly have never been on that train. Um, I think Suri is a little. Um, I think she's in deep water. Um, I, I think that this game is too long for her, and I think that some of the reason why we saw a lot of these so many flips on the feeds and so many things like this is because Suri is not used to playing such a slow game. You know, she's used to thinking this person should go, and then they do. Um, that's not how this game works. Um, I don't know. I think Suri has been floundering for a little bit. But yeah, like, that's but that's what I mean. Been like, larger I, targets, right? That's what I mean. Like, I, I don't think this is like, uh, you know. Bowie being like, oh, I'm the one that put up. So I don't know. I, I just don't think it's that impactful of a move at this point. There's so many more dangerous players in there than Suri at this moment in time. Except for the fact that Suri lied to Bowie in yeah. Bowie's mind. Oh, of course. Yeah. But like, that, that's all. If everybody is giving Bowie like advice on who she should target, like, I still think, and this is. I, I just feel like, you know, Cameron now wants to get Corey out. Like, he's the one I'd be listening to over anybody else. Um, so I just feel like Bowie finally getting power and, like, Sari and, and I get it. They lied to her. But Sari and Felicia are your targets. Like, shouldn't you be listening to your biggest ally in Cameron and targeting somebody like Corey? Like, I, I don't know. Just not seeing eye to eye at the dump tonight, but um, <laughs> so Bobby Jane we initially agree. we just agreed on something that Sari is right, not that big of a target. Three minutes, <laughs> right? But I'm not. I don't know. I well, so. Bowie Jane puts up Suri and Felicia. There's so many more interesting things to get into, and um, as as the night as the night kind of wears on here, should move along. Um, so there's that. I think it's more interesting to really get into some of these spoilers because I really think that answers a lot of questions regarding, as someone said before, like Bowie Jane's arc, right? <laughs> because there's a lot of things that is where my opinion is going. It's based on a lot of mm -hmm. what happened today um, that really turns me off to her. Um, so for our casuals that do not wish to be spoiled, obviously you can find us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod, including Blue Sky. Of course, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of our friends there in the audio-only world. Um, but at this point, at 34 minutes in, we are absolutely moving into spoilers and talking about the veto because um, it certainly affects how we view the Lady Jane. The Lady um, Jane. The Lady Jane. Um, and with that, um, Vito was one. Okay. Now, I don't remember exactly who played now because I wasn't, I, I, who cares really? Um, but Jag won. 
And, but much to, to, to uh, apart, apart from the lie that I told a few weeks ago, this actually was confirmed to be Otev, not like the fake Otev that I thought that we had played <laughs> uh, a few Vito's prior. I don't know. Gina's credibility is shot to shit. But Taryn so we'll said it this time, so I know it was Otev. Taryn said it, so I know it's true. Oh, okay. Taryn approved. Maybe Taryn was <laughs> just joking. And you'll, you'll, you'll be a liar again. Yeah, maybe just only once he tuned into us. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck with Gino or Gino. I'm gonna make this girl look dumb. <laughs> no extra last name. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jag, so that means Jag won Ota, which actually kind of makes it a little bit more legendary, in my opinion. Um, and made the decision to remove Felicia. And in Felicia's spot. Bowie Jane made the executive decision to nominate Cameron. What? Why in the world would he be the person that she puts up? The only person that's that? pretty much guaranteed not to come for her. Is him. Makes like, no sense. I'm not saying I like him or anything. I'm not saying that I want him to win or anything like that. But like for Bowie Jane, this decision does not make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what else to say. I don't get it. It's just such a wild. Like, <laughs> especially because she has been telling everybody all week that like, nope, that's not my target. That's for sure not what I want to do and why she doesn't want to do it. So then circle back and just do it anyway. It's like, no, like you already right. know it's a stupid move. So why are you doing it? Yes. I mean, to go back to the red eviction that we love so much, like <laughs> he is still the only person who voted with you. The only one like i i don't know i i really really don't get it i don't get it at all and how was Corey not the selection is am i the only one that's like super annoyed by him lately like super yeah, annoyed i'm, I'm kind of over Corey. Huh? say i'm annoyed by Corey. it's just like i'm annoyed that people aren't making smarter game decisions in regards to him Right. Like, like my, my annoyance has nothing to do with Corey himself and more so to do with oh. like, why does nobody see that he's such a big threat? And like, but that's the thing is like, they do see that he's such a big threat. They just won't do anything about it. Like they've had the opportunity and they're not taking it. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why either. He won one competition this entire season that was during the double. Um, correct me if I'm wrong if there's something else in there, but I don't I really don't remember anything else. That's the only competition um, that he's won, but his influence socially is so undeniable at this point. Like he has been behind multiple vote flips. like he he can talk his way in and out of anything. Like I don't know why people aren't seeing his social strategy as well. You're right, but yes, his social strategy is threatening, but that's why I also don't understand why you think that you can't make a move against him. Like this is not somebody who's really. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, himself. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not somebody who's going to find himself in power. And I still feel like even though Corey may have birthed, you know, some of these ideas, it's really America that is like right. kind of going out and making some of this stuff happen. So it's it's still not Corey. I was it's just, just his a... mind. Oh, he see, I, I think the opposite. With at least the the Izzy flip, it was the opposite. It was America's idea, and Corey was the one to kind of like rally the vote that is behind true. it. That yeah. is that 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 time. Yeah, that time. So I do believe that dynamic has switched a little bit. No, I feel like Corey is like just like Sari said. It's kind of like the puppeteer, right? Right. Like kind of in here, like sure. making all these, like, yeah. And people are kind of just like going with it, like especially with the, the Jag stuff. Like right. Jag is so 
die hard. I don't know why. It's independent America. Right. It's interesting because like Liz says here, it's Jag's fault. Um, Jag is the one fighting tooth and nail to protect Corey. Uh, Apparently Jag believes that this will buy them time to go further if Sari, Felicia, and Blue then target Corey. But I mean, first of all, they all have to win something first before they can target Corey. But also, if you if Jag wants to protect for that. But but if Jag wants to protect Corey, if that's what he thinks is like the best thing for his, his game, whatever. But like like you were kind of starting to mention, Kyle, like, why not at least target America then? Because like you're taking out Corey's number one ally. You're now putting him in a spot where he has to work with other people because he doesn't have America anymore. They don't have that block of two votes. It's like you can kind of like protect Corey, but still weaken him. Like I, I feel like that would be a better play for mm. Jag. If you're so mm-hmm. unwilling to like let Corey go yeah. right now, even if Corey probably is the best target to go after, like, okay, well then make Corey more reliant on you yeah. by taking out his number one ally. And Jag doesn't even have to do it. Bowie could be the one that does it. And then Corey just stumbles back into Matt and Jag's arms mm-hmm. because he needs right. somebody to work with now. And that would weaken Corey get him on your side as a number for you uh you know but like you're still you can still say like oh we're protecting you you know like hmm absolutely take cam's strategy you don't just go right for it you take out the people around them it's just like stupid at that stage of the game but now certainly makes good sense yeah i just, I, I just don't understand but all roads still lead back to the just ridiculousness of Bowie James' decision to put Cam up there. Like, I, st- who are you working with after this? Right. Because uh, so, so now the, the block is now going to be Cam and Suri. I think it's pretty fair to assume Cam is out of here. Unless Sari has some crazy like change of heart and she's like, you know what? I'm really not, I'm really not fit for this. I gotta get the hell out of here. Just vote me out. <laughs> if she doesn't do that, then it's probably Cam going home. But then yeah. again, like to go back to what I was saying earlier, it's just wild how like Cameron is the only number that you have and the only number that you feel comfortable with. And now you're backdooring him. But throughout this week, you have done nothing to set up relationships with anybody else. So you Mm -hmm. are not only sending your closest ally home, you're not doing anything to help set yourself up later with anybody else. So what's the play here? Right, well, and the way that this edit was set up, it was almost like making it look as if Bowie was like everyone's third. Like Corey and America have Bowie. Jag and Matt have Bowie. But unfortunately, I think that like if Cameron goes and you're sitting here powerless, like literally, then like you're also like easy to put up. That's very right. easy to betray. That's not something we're going to really hold on to. Um, yeah. And now and now as a quick aside, do we think that maybe that has something to do with her being Australian and not really understanding some of the dynamics of the American version of Big Brother. I mean, I've been saying that since Go, yeah. Right, but maybe this is really some of that really coming to fruition, you know, because like you're thinking this is going to come down, like your eviction is going to come down to a public vote, but it's not. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. like, you know, is that, could that be part of it? Yeah. No, it's, it's like a baffling decision, honestly. 
Because, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we were saying, like, even if Cam stays, if somehow the vote does flip, which I don't think it will, because everybody that's been talking to Bowie, other than Cameron, has been saying, put up Cameron, put up Cameron. Um, right. So I don't see the vote flipping on that. But, like, if mm-hmm. somehow it does and Suri were to leave, you just back toward Cameron. He's not going to work with you now. <laughs> yeah. Most certainly not. Most certainly not. And if Cameron goes, do you think that any one of these duos would actually accept her as a third? Only as long as they need the numbers to knock out another duo. Right. Which could put her in a very interesting position because at that point, the duos would be Suri and Felicia. Whether they want to be together or not, they are. They have to be. Oh, well, hold on. Well, because Blue is still out there. (laughs) Blue is still out there. Oh, and Suri and Blue were kind of bonding, right? right? yeah, it could be Suri and Blue with Felicia on the outside. I don't, I, from what I've seen, I don't really see a world where like Felicia and Bowie Jane are a thing. Um, but you still got Corey in America and then like Jag and Matt. So where does Bowie go? Where do you think she's going that she feels like she could be safe even just in the next week? Never mind like the game going forward, but right. like this next week. Oh. Has there been any evidence of anything that may, that would suggest Bowie Jane would be okay? I don't know. Maybe Corey in America pull her in and just take her as the third to the end. You know what I mean? Like at least just the final three, just to kind of get there. Yeah. Oh, Owl Watts wants to know if we want Cameron to go. Yeah. Saying, I hope he stays. <laughs> get America to finale. What? Ugh. I want Cameron to stay only because I think that's interesting. That doesn't mean that I want Suri to go. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of want some fireworks. Because um, Cameron staying, especially after this, would be very interesting, very entertaining to watch. Um, I just can't take another week of him. I want him gone. I can't either. But I, I do. Well, I would have said that would be best for Bowie Jane's game. I don't think it would be at this point. I don't know what would be better, <laughs> you know. But I also don't know what other options Cameron would have. Like, if he did stay in the game, like, who else? Who else? I mean, I guess the people who didn't vote for you? Question mark, question mark. I don't know. Yeah. Like, are you, that stage. I, are you interested at all to see why Jag chose to remove Felicia from the block over Suri? I, I have heard about that, yeah. There's already some some talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's some talk about that. I would have just said only because he probably he's discounting Felicia as somebody who can't win competitions. So now he thinks that maybe he's got something on her. Um, is there something else there? Uh, apparently, Sari asked him to. Ah 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 wants to get out of there. I don't think cares anymore. And that could be the reason why Cameron ends up saying, "Wouldn't that be a bitty?" Yeah. What does Bowie Jane do at that point? Um, now she got nobody. Yeah. Maybe Blue. Oh, God. Crikey. <sighs> it would have been so easy to just be like, listen, we're in jury now. I need to break up the show, man. So, Corey in America, you're up. It would have been so easy. <laughs> easy. Done and done. And instead, this is what you guys didn't even try to hide it. You even gave yourselves a name in the house. Like people know to call you something. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be going out to that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, do we have anything else for the benefit of the community? <laughs> you haven't said that in a while. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we talked about everything. Yes. Yeah, I, I really think that. Uh, really yeah. I do think that. Yeah. I think so. Excited for Zingbot. I know. It's Super that. excited for Zingbot. Yeah, Zingbot is back tomorrow. Um, because you know, like the, our veto episode has now moved to Tuesday, so Tuesdays at eight Eastern. Um, we're seeing um, well, the veto results that we already discussed, and obviously the return of Zingbot. Zingbot and um, Otev, one episode. Wow, landmark episode. Tune in. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else is happening? Obviously, Survivor Forty Five at eight o'clock on Wednesday, that's on CBS, not here. Um, then after that, um, The Amazing Race at 9.30, if anyone's paying any attention to that. It has been a fun season, give it a gander. I wanna watch it, I just um, have no freaking time. <laughs> yeah, it has been It has been fun, it has been fun. Um, then on Thursday, CBS tells us that we're gonna have Buddy Games at eight, which I've already given up on, I'm done with that, I can't be talking. <laughs> um, Big Brother 25 at nine, and then The Challenge USA 2, at 10, which is why we will be here on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter at 11.15. All right, to discuss um, who went home, Kama Saray. Um, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, you can find us on the socials at StratChatPod, including Blue Sky. Um, last chance for final thoughts for our <laughs> friends here? I think I'm good. But nothing else. Everybody's happy. Oh, yeah, Matt wants to know about um, House of Villains. Yeah, I don't know how we have any time. That is starting this week um, on E, um, starring Johnny Bananas, our fave. Amarosa is supposed to be on there as well. Um, New York. You know, That's it's a the one. Yeah, there's a lot of really good things coming from that. That might have to be a non-live, like maybe just do that on the side, because um, we're running out of time. There's just too many things to do. Um, but we'll definitely be watching. So if you want to like talk about it on the Twitter, all the blue sky will be there. Um, even though I haven't been paying attention to that. Anyway, thanks for <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> thanks for hanging out. It's been a really fun mega Mon One Monday. <laughs> thanks for hanging. <laughs>